Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 341 of One Chance Announce Podcast. My name is Chamberlain, and this is the final episode before the potential fall of democracy in North America. Well, I'm in, sorry, in, just in the, the United in States. United just States. States. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's debatable fine. in Europe right now, but... We have a semi-functional democracy in Canada. I mean, like, what, what Europe's on, or at least the United Kingdom's on the fourth unelected? No, third unelected prime minister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would really be unhappy with that in Canada. What we do in Canada is, is, I don't know if it's crazier than what you guys do in the States with the Electoral College, but in Canada, we don't vote for our prime minister. Uh-huh. Who, who do you vote for? We vote for, um, uh, I think what it is, okay, now listener, I don't really know, so I'm sorry if I'm wrong about this. So but we you, have you a bunch of members. Mem- citizenship test? Probably. We have a bunch <laughs> of members of parliament, and you vote for your member of parliament, and you might vote for the liberal guy, you might vote for the progressive conservative guy, whatever, um, the NDP, and whoever has the most of their MPs in parliament, the leader of that party becomes the prime minister. Huh. Mm-hmm. So parliament and the prime minister are always basically on the same side? Um, well, yeah, yeah, but usually, but it, it's, we have so many, uh, we have like four or five somewhat viable political parties in Canada. So you'll be the prime minister with like 25% of oh, that. okay, so you still but need then, to appeal to the opposing. Okay. Yeah, and usually there'll be like a coalition of like, you know, these two parties against those two other parties. So you're saying that democracy exists outside the two-party system? Yes. Hmm. Amazing that. I don't know if I believe it. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist within the two-party system lately down there. <laughs> uh, are you, you going to not... cast that vote? My Beretta 9mm says otherwise. Walk away. You want to drop that in the drop box? Let me see who you voted for. Oh, Jesus. It's terrifying. It's who counts the votes. <laughs> yeah. Let's move away from horror into a good horror. Mm-hmm. Alex, did you watch Barbarian this week? I did not. Holy fuck. Anyone? I've, I, I, I've no, I heard too much. I kind of know the gist of it. It's so no, it's fun, man. It's a fun show. It's so I know good. I've heard about it. It sounds fun. Like the fact that like what I've heard happens and it's still a good movie. It has to be. It's one well, okay. I'm sure what you've heard. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get into it and spoil anything. But I don't and anything that is like if you really enjoyed Resident Evil Village, you might also really enjoy this. Is what <laughs> I what, what? similar no overlap. No, 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 there is there is no overlap between what occurs in Barbarian and the fact that there is a very, very tall, elegant woman in Resident Evil Village. There is no overlap between those two characters whatsoever. Whoever told you that there is any similarity between those two characters has fucking problems. We'll we'll discuss this off the air, but okay. I don't know about no. that. Uh, no, I think I think Barbarian is was not just super fun. Like my older brother watches it, and he doesn't look for like themes or anything when he's watching movies. He just wants to enjoy a fun show. That's he fine. Loved, he loved it. I was really enjoying the fact that Barbarian is immediately about the tension between a woman alone at night and a man who assures her he means her no harm. Oh, it's immediately about that tension for the woman. Um, and 
then it just kind of builds layers on that and keeps on kind of kind of just kind of turning that over and sucking on it and kind of getting to the marrow of it. I, I found it really, really interesting to the point that I went and found an article on, I wrote it here, uh, on at Den of Geek. There's an article at Den of Geek written by a guy named Joe George, if you want to kind of reflect on all the themes of Barbarian and how women have to... Um, try to navigate polite situations while being very aware of the fact that this could go south at the cost of their lives. Um, really interesting movie, really good movie, really pleased with Disney Plus that it's on there. 92% on yes. Tomatoes. Oh yeah, no, yes. critics wow. loves it. Critics fucking love it. Wow. And that's with 183 reviews. That's not like five reviews. That's mm. No, no, everybody. Er, anybody who... Consensus. I have not... There's... I follow about like maybe 15, 16 film critics. Everybody loved it. I uh, I also hashtag Alex was right. I checked out the next couple episodes of Andor. It gets so much better so quick. And now I have to keep watching Andor. It's yeah. so fucking good. Oh, I'm, Andy Serkis. Have you gotten Andy Serkis? No, I'm just at the point where he arrives at like Space, uh, California. Oh. And he's just walking down the beach and gets arrested for walking down the beach at the wrong time and sends like six years or something. <laughs> it's mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. insane. So yeah, that's where I'm at. So no spoilers, but yeah, yeah, Alex was right. Andor gets pretty good. Ah, oh, like it's my favorite Star Wars thing in decades. I'm not a Star Wars guy, and this is just, you're not even that old. How many decades you got of Star Wars? <laughs> um, my entire life, sir. That's true. There you go. It's about thirty there. Mm, just I liked. About. Like I've just I've always like watched it from afar. I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. I don't really care about it. But this, oh man, it's about a bunch of Nazis just like sniping at each other's careers and like just the crushing boot of fascism. Ah, good shit. And, like is. every actor involved knows what they've got in their hands, and they're giving it everything they've got. Like the only complaint I have is I'm not crazy about the the um sort of the high-class mixers scenes that keep happening. There's a lot of them. Uh, no, I, I like this I like this kind of peek into Mon Mothma. Like, no, fuck, I, I like Mo- the character. Mon Mothma's had, like, fashions three, yeah. are stunning. Yeah, I love I love how we see middle-class Star Wars with no with no space magic and, like, upper-class Star Wars with no space magic. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, I was going somewhere. Star Wars office building we get to see. That was neat. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is good. It no, is like good. they did a good job with it. Like, just kind of as, as like friendly as the Empire could possibly be in terms of office space. Yeah, I was almost. I found a. I was feeling almost proud of myself that I had avoided it, but Twitter just kept on saying, "Wow, man, Andor well, yeah. so good." Like, I'm like, like, really? If that's here's my thing. If that sort of like attention lasts more than three weeks, that means they've stopped paying for advertising, and people really mean it. <laughs> and that's what got me back on board. You got me back on board, Frank. I know, because like Twitter got me back on board. Because I was like, I checked out like a third into uh, Kenobi, which was. I liked Kenobi. It was. It could have been a lot better. Kenobi was for me. Kenobi had didn't really have to try a lot harder to be a lot better, and I kind of just you could you could smell the studio notes if you know what I mean. I guess Kenobi was for the last fight, basically. Yeah. It was it was literally a movie stretched mercilessly to like ten episodes, but I this liked it. this is like three good movies 
that are deeply interconnected that just sort of fo- unfold slowly over like 10 episodes of television. It's I disagree. Good. The first movie is not that good. The first, first movie not turn- as good. This first uh, movie guns- turned me off the subsequent movies. But the, the, the mission movie, so good. It's really good. So uh, fucking good. Speaking of good series, did anyone else check out uh, Cabinet of Curiosities? I haven't no, yet. I should have Halloweeny, but no. Didn't okay, have. what was that Nick Cage movie? It's like called I want to say Carrie, but that's not it. It's just Mandy. Mandy. The Nick Cage movie Mandy that's all psychedelic. The second last episode, I think, is directed by that guy. Uh-oh. And and it is it is awesome cosmic horror shit with a fantastic cast. Uh, Charlene Yee shows up as like the principal character in that, and I never see her in enough things. That's really cool. What's his name? Eric Andre shows up, and I'm like, I fucking hate that guy, but he does a great job. Apparently, he begged the director to be in it. You don't like Eric Andre? No, I don't. He's he's for the he's for millennials. Millennials oh. love Eric Andre. I think he mugs too much. He doesn't have actually have material that I can tell. That's not unfair. Yeah. Um, but let's not let's not just be ripping on Eric Andre. Cabinet of Curiosities is fucking awesome, to- tip to tail. Um, I kind of want to watch uh, VHS ninety nine too. I've heard good things. I've never watched those VHSs because it always seemed shock value to me. Two's really good. Hmm. Two was almost top to bottom very good. Hmm. Three I did not like. VHS is a is in like an anthology, anthology. movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, 2 has, like, that cult, um, part that everyone loves for good reason, and, like, uh, Alien Invasion Kids Sleepover. Oh, it's, it's oh really that, that's good. from the POV of the dog, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was good shit. Uh, also, Wendell and Wild came out last weekend. I haven't had a chance. I really want to. Well, here's the thing. Would you go back and watch Coraline right now just for the fun of it? Yes. Really? Yes. At, like, yes. 35? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but you you won't actually do that. You don't actually have the time is to go it, watch Coraline again. Plus? I, can, I think it could do. It. I don't know. I could check, but I'm not about to. But it's, you're saying it's like easy to outgrow. Yeah, I feel like I've uh, I've outgrown a bit. I do think it's really really good. I think all the performances are great. Uh, the presentation, the art direction, it's so stylized. All the character designs are so stylized. It's really really nice. Huh. Um. But over yeah, overall, I just found it a bit too toothless for me. Like it's, mm. and even and even that said, it's like discussing the the kind of like military industrial prison complex. Yes, and and that how piqued my interest. Yes, and like it it does that, and it does that in an effective message for kids, and I think that's wonderful. I hope it is a classic, the same way the Nightmare Before Christmas is, uh, but it didn't hit me like that because I'm not, you know, 17, 15, 14. I think for that age group, they might love it. Uh, I just I just quite liked it. I had just seen Barbarian the night before, so I was like, that's okay. <laughs> Cor- Coraline just... is on Amazon Prime and nowhere else. Okay. I'm just flashing back to the part of Coraline where that guy becomes like a giant thing of rats. That was oh, some God, good I shit. I didn't realize it was based on a Neil Gaiman novel. It is. I dare say he improved it. Um, also, if you want, like, an adult, um, an adult cartoon series, like, targeted mm-hmm. for adults, I didn't think much of it when I, like, saw the synopsis of it or saw a commercial for it, but I really enjoyed the first two episodes of Little Demon. It's now on Disney+. Plus. Hmm. It's an FX uh, cartoon series, so it's, like, the kind of adult level of the content is, like, Archer level. Okay. Is that um, Aubrey Plaza? 
Yes, Aubrey Plaza, Danny DeVito. Aubrey Plaza's yeah. the mom? Yeah. Oh, the Laura, mom Laura is... Feinberg is the character. The mom is fucking awesome. The mom is like both of the Winchester brothers if they had a vagina. Mm. She's <laughs> she's yeah. like... She's uh, she's like Constantine. She's fucking incredible. It's, she's really cool. But she's also a mom who's, you know, fucking up because she's just a person trying to raise a kid who happens to be the Antichrist. I quite enjoyed it. I'm gonna definitely going to keep watching Little Demon. Oh, it's the one where Danny DeVito's daughter is... is, is the it. devil. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually no, Danny, Danny DeVito's... DeVito is the devil. Yeah. Yeah, but... The... I don't know if I buy it. <laughs> and then there's video games. Video, video games? games? Is that what... Yeah. Some, I was Overwatch 2 treating you. Uh, well, are, are, do we want to go right into my stuff? We don't want to go with your stuff? Hmm. I don't want it to all be the I chance could, uh, show. I could, you... I could, I could complain. Please do. I have heard you've been through a lot to this week. Uh, so last week I said I'd, I, I would take the bullet and play new Tales from the Borderlands. Ooh. And I did. I'm so sorry. I finished it. So oh. Imagine... It must have been great. No, God, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, imagine... A committee, and that committee needs to decide what cool is. Uh. And they don't know what cool is. Someone told someone who's a friend of a friend who read a book about what cool is. Therefore, this committee is now going to make a game written the way they think cool should sound. That could only end up precisely on fleek. Oh, it's it's the so on fleek. The fleek is on it. The writing is just so bad. It's so yeah, yeah. bad. This it's is not this is funny. where Gearbox is now. They yeah. they they peaked a bit. I'd say it's, right around. Honestly, I will say Battleborn was pretty well written. So, so wait, this is this is developed internally at Gearbox? Yes, yes. It's, it's their own thing. Oh now, wow! It, because it's internal Gearbox. Here's here's the waste. It looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks good. The character models are good. It does some really cool thing with facial animations where it'll add wrinkles when they get upset or, or, or changing. And it just, I mean, yes, it's stylized, but but visually it's it's sharp. It's It runs well. It looks good. Something that Telltale Games never did. So it's got all that, but it's got, like, no characters you like, an incomprehensible silly plot. Everyone is, is breathtakingly stupid from mm. the decisions they make. Your input has very little to do with anything. It's almost, it's very, very non-interactive. Oh. It's like you're kind of watching this. You're not really doing much. Oh. It, it introduces like a side mission where you're collecting plastic figures and fighting, but the, the fighting is just like mashing A and dodging sometimes. It's like you yeah. couldn't even get the minigames right. It's, it's just it's a bad game yeah. that happens to visually look not terrible. Like, I... I when you see a 2K game releasing with absolutely no ant campaign whatsoever, it makes yeah. you go, hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it came out and people kind of looked past it like, oh, there's other stuff coming, right? Yeah. Like even during a year like this, everyone was just like, I don't want to. Yeah, it's 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 not good. I mean, it's the one character is kind of interesting. You've got so the main characters are I get their names right, Anu who works for Atlas. She's a scientist. And then you have her brother, whose name is... I don't even fucking remember. That's how these people... doesn't matter. Nothing, yeah. You have the character who runs the Frogert shop named Fran, um, who wants to sleep with everybody, regardless of gender or species or whether they're alive or not. That's kind of her thing. 
Um, and then you have an assassin droid whose name is Louie. Now, the assassin droid is the only decent character because he is an assassin droid. He is programmed to kill. If there's a contract on the person and you can get the person to say their name, he just shoots you. No questions asked. <laughs> so there are several times where the main characters get one of the bad guys to say their name and you see Louie go, okay, bam, shoot him in the head. <laughs> but at one point he kills somebody and he actually begins to feel bad about it. So he has these questions like, wait, if I'm an assassin droid and I don't like to kill, what am I? And he's like, in a better game, Louis could have been a great character. The oh. only one in the whole game who was decent. Even Reese is wasted. And Reese is in this. Weirdly, That wasn't a surprise because he was wasted in three. That's true. 69% on Metacritic. That's high. That's better than I thought. That's, uh, that's high. That's too high. 61 on PS5, but only six critics. See, and even, even critics aren't playing this game. Yeah. I think if more people played it, it'd be worse. Well, they heard about it. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I mean, the, the, the whole game is a waste. Louis could have been a good character, but it's just, it's so cringe. It's just every interaction, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, mm-hmm. it kind of makes you feel uncomfortable, but not, like, in, in a bad way. Like, I don't, nobody talks like this, nobody acts like this, nobody's that stupid. So, yeah, that was, it was a waste of time. Okay. That's too bad. Um, then I started, foolishly, the new Star Ocean. Whoa. Foolishly, you say. Foolishly, Anime because RPG. God of War comes out next week, Wednesday. Well, yeah, but you're not going to be around for it. You're going to be traveling, I, right? I'll be around for Wednesday, and then that's it. Oh, we get a day. Wednesday. Yeah, we got a day. I, I got Wednesday night to play it. All right. Um, foolishly, because it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, that's what everyone's like. It's not bad, but... It's not bad, but the combat has some weird difficulty spikes, and your your the AI of your two companions is dumb as shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't dodge. It doesn't like it just dies. But it does have the nicety where I, I fought. I played it for about an hour this morning, and I got to a giant worm boss and just got wiped. And I hadn't saved for a while, but it auto saves oh. prior to boss encounters. Oh. So it's like, you want to try again? Sure. And it lets you just change the difficulty if you wanted to. So I haven't done that yet. I'm still on medium. Um, It's a pretty standard, you know, kind of pseudo-action RPG. You know, you're from space. You land on a planet because someone attacks you. Now you've got locals who are trying to help you. Everyone just simply accepts that you're an alien for no reason. And off you go on your adventures. So that's that's Star Ocean for you. So it's, I don't know. It sounds like generic RPG number five thousand, man. That's what Star Ocean is. That's what it always 100%. was. Yeah. yeah, Star Ocean has always been like the, the cousin that the Tales games don't talk about. <laughs> you like, like, like Final Fantasy, right? Okay, this is that, but ray guns. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's. I've made it like two hours into like I'm. I think that's an insult to Star Ocean. Like you know, I don't even like Final Fantasy. I think that's an insult to Final Fantasy, man. The character designs in Star Ocean are always the most fucking generic anime designs I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, this is so anime. It's like in in the opening scenes, you have you have at least one character whose breasts defy the laws of physics. Okay, but beyond that, the presentation is so meh. Like it's not. I mean, I'm playing it now because God of War isn't out yet. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Hmm. Alex? Hmm. So, every once in a while, I'll glance over at the top ten games on Metacritic on PC. Okay. And every once in a while, I'll see something that shouldn't 
be there. It shouldn't be that high. Like this game I've never heard of called I was a teenage exo columnist has like ninety three on Metacritic <laughs> and <laughs> ten, and ten on Steam, and I'm just like, what's going on here? Like, oh, because it's basically the all the social aspects of Persona Five as a novel, as a game, and it's good. And I'm hmm. I kind of had to check that out. So I was a teenage exo columnist. It is a intergraph interactive novel. That's not bad. It's very well presented. It's adorable little 2D sprite art style. Uh, it's kind of box standard young adult kind of dialogue. Like everyone's character shines through enough to just work, but then it's not afraid to get dark. Like within two months, within about like maybe like 45 minutes, a character you've been introduced to and kind of played up as a love interest dies, and it just sucks. And there's like a good five minute stretch where you're just talking to your parents about what death means because your character is nine years old. It, it's good. It's really good. It's a, it's a nice little warm blanket, little novel of a game to play before bed. I lost two hours to it last night without even thinking about it. Hmm. I'm going to finish it. I love it. I was a teenage exo colonist. Hmm. It's a cute, good, well-written game that's sneakily some decent sci-fi. I'm having fun with it. I love it. Overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. Well, only eight critical reviews so far on Metacritic. Yeah, but Steam is. But just... Alex is enjoying it. I'm enjoying Steam it. Loves Steam it. loves it, and it is. I I, I get it. Hmm. How much did you pay for it? Twenty bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Price was right. Hmm. What else you got? Um. Still, I I you know, I got back into Cuphead. Oh wow! Nice. Because I've ne- I got three quarters of the way through, got to the robot, and I was like, "Fuck this, I'm 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 trying, I'm I'm gonna try to do it again." And this is on the Steam Deck, I imagine. That's mm-hmm. gotta look great on the Steam Deck. It's so great. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> it's what it was made for. Oh. God damn, that soundtrack's so good. It is. The Every second of it. Oh my god. Oh. What 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 a what a miracle of a game that is. Like I'm I'm inches away from just getting delicious last course too. Ah, uh, finish it first and see if you. Want I know I, it's even harder than the game it ever beat. I don't know if exactly. Uh, some of it is the final boss isn't delicious. Last course, I I, I powered through that in a night. It's really? Not that bad. Yeah. It's not so bad. like I, I I watched the chef. He he didn't give you trouble. No chef. The final chef I got him honestly like two or three tar- tries. What the fuck? Okay. He's not. All right. He's it's just a pattern. It's not that bad. All right. It's not that bad. Well, the end, no, but like that, those first couple rounds with when he's chopping stuff up. I, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That sucks. So I tried one other thing okay. that kind of made me question my own tastes. So there's yeah. this kind of indie, real throwback survival horror sci-fi game that came out called Signalis. Oh, yeah. And it's on Game Pass, so I downloaded it. Does it look and like a PS PlayStation game? PS1. Pretty oh, much. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, isometric angle to it yeah Luke Plunkett was going nuts about that earlier yeah. this week and, and I played it and ah, it looks neat it, it does. does look neat and the, the problem was and this is this may be my own issue so I got to the first puzzle I walked in all the areas I could in the ship you just wake up no explanation nothing no no anything it's like boom here you go and I'm walking around and I go up to the cockpit and there's nothing to do in the cockpit and I walk around and I find like, like a cryophase area and there's somebody in the cryophase area and it's obvious that there's a puzzle and there's a, there's a little button puzzle you have to match a pattern on there and I found nothing anywhere on what the puzzle on, on, the, on the solution to this. So I plunk away at the puzzle and find nothing. I wander around the ship for a while. I find a picture, 
in the cockpit that I had missed before. Looked at that, didn't see anything. Got really frustrated and turned it off, uninstalled it. And I was mad at myself for giving up so easy. Okay. And I looked up the solution to this. The first puzzle in the game. And the solution was on the back of the picture that I picked up. <laughs> but I never went into the inventory because it never gave me the prompt to go into the inventory. I'm so used to games in the first 15 minutes telling you how to do everything that the fact that it didn't mention there's an inventory, I, I didn't I, even think there was one. I, I kind of like this game for that. It, Did it, you it, go it, back to it? No, not yet. I, I might do it. and I, I got mad at it, but I mean, I literally gave it like 10 minutes and I got pissed, so I don't install it. But it's it's supposedly it's, it's, a, it's a, a solid throwback to the old survival horror, PS1 stuff. Signalist, meta, critic, click. 82. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I know this is my fault because I, I, I make assumptions on things. And because it never said, click X to go in your inventory. I just assumed that there wasn't one. Because this game, it's not, it's not just paying lip service to what the games used to be. It is basically a PS1 game. It looks better than any PS1 game. Well, I, okay, maybe early PS2. But it, it, the, the fact that it yeah. doesn't... It's not going to handhold you for shit, is what I'm, what I, what's getting out of there. So I mean, I, I gave up on it way too early. We'll see what happens. That sounds kind of appealing for me. Yeah. Um, I, I've literally, like, there's literally been no change in my gaming habits since last week. I did complete a run of Darkest Dungeon two where I killed every single boss on the way. Okay. And I got, wow. and and then I beat the final boss, and so now nice. I have a team. That's been through the entire game twice, so you know those you can spend candles to give them, you know, extra little buffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. those extra buffs you gave them before you started that run, you finish are still there. Ooh. The characters survived, so they still have that buff, and now it opens up the second layer of buffs, and now I can put these additional permanent buffs on these characters. Um, and so now I'm I'm going through a new run with the same team, and it's just going great. It's going great. They even have all, had all their quirks. Like, nothing changes between the characters. They had all their skills laid out in the same spot that I had them. It was really cool. The only thing you don't get is your mastery points. But when I beat it last night, I had so many mastery points, Alex, I was spending Mm. it on skills I didn't use. Because every character had been completely mastered. It was beautiful. See, you know what's going to happen now? When it finally kills one of those characters, you're going to feel so sad. Yeah, but then I'll just get a new Hellion or something. That's By the way, I'm (laughs) using... uh, This is a Hellion group. I'm not using a man-at-arms. And... It is time for the return of Chance's hate mail bag. Oh, yes! <laughs> okay. I'm so excited. So, uh, last week on the... Uh, maybe it was earlier. I know, I think it was earlier this week. Uh, if you go to my YouTube channel, um, it's called Played Some DPS. And what happened in this game was this McCree came out... Or no... Uh, I had gotten behind the enemy team for the first fight, basically. And they were slowly crossing a bridge into an area. And I'm like, ah, the Zenyatta's right there. Surely the Zenyatta is the slowest person on this team. I'll get behind that Zen and kill him. So I go to jump the Zen, and the McCree was even slower than the Zen. So he was coming out way behind the Zen and saw me go for the Zen and just beat the shit out of me. And then got play of the game, destroying my entire team. Then the McCree was standing on a uh, on a ledge, kind of over over a pit, just kind of taking pot shots at my team, punching the the railing on the pit. And so I jumped over there to to fuck with him, and it stressed him out so much that he fell into the pit. 
Given what he'd done to my team earlier, I felt it was kind of important to suppress this McCree, because he could clearly kill my entire team if I let him. So I just went over to their spawn and waited for him to come out, and that's the beginning of that clip. <laughs> and, and in that clip, I kill the entire enemy team. I just had to start with him. <laughs> and that's what I do for the rest of the game, and we end up winning the game. He gets play the game, and he types in the chat, <clears throat> F you, Tracer. <laughs> uh, the other one was yesterday um, we were playing on Ilios and I was playing Tracer again and uh, they came out with a Brig uh, to begin with like it's not like it was a Zen who switched to Brig to counter me um, but I just beat the shit out of this Brig the entire game every time she came for me and, uh, and at the end she typed Tracer was a blur for my team so that felt nice <laughs> Oh, okay, so that's not a negative, that's not quite as mean. It's... No, not at all. It was actually a compliment, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a bunch of DPS. Like, what I'll do is I'll play my first three games as flex, so it's normally just uh, support. Um, and then I'll start queuing. And then this week I've been queuing DPS, and we'll, we'll go like 7-3 and three every night. It's really kind of consistent. I'm doing quite well with Tracer. Yeah. The return of the hate mail bag. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, they're salty. They're salty. Man, fuck. I fought a Kariko the other day who just couldn't not land headshots. And it was so annoying. Like, every time I came for her, she just turned, flicked a headshot, and meleeed me. And that was it. Every single time. Every single time. Like clockwork. I looked her up. She was a grandmaster. Why am I fighting this person? Because there's not enough people playing the game to, you know... No, apparently there's lots of people playing. They're just, they're prioritizing speed of creating matches over balancing the matches. And that's really frustrating. I would happily wait another five minutes to not have to deal with that shit. Does that mean it's time for headlines? I think it is. Uh, I think so. I think we're all just so waiting for God of War that's like we're playing little stuff. It's like, we'll see this. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a really good time. I'm honestly not like chomping at the bit too much to play God of War Ragnarok. No, you're, you're, I'm pretty you're like I'm, rolling reviews, around on a bed of games with your glorious next gen handheld. It's so fucking great. Are like, you bringing that along next week? I'd like to. See I it. I shouldn't. You probably shouldn't. You probably shouldn't. You probably. Won't. So but what about the drive up? Well, you're driving, aren't you? Yeah, I guess I'm driving. Yeah, yeah but I so, so you're saying like late at night next week when you know you're chilling in a hotel or whatever. You don't want to be able to reach for that thing in the quiet moments? No, I want to spend time with my fiance. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Wait, I thought I thought next week was the bachelor weekend. Is yeah, it's going to be like a... It's, we're both being going to be staying like a same like giant like uh, mountain house. Sounds pretty bachelory to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was sarcasm. I know. It's batch weekend. It's apparently a thing people are doing now. I... Okay. Well, I, I it's like not a the thing idea. when I was that age, but you know. Yeah. I, I like the idea of a wedding pre-party. We have a thing in Canada called, or in, actually, I think it's specific to my province of Manitoba called um, the social, the wedding social. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's a, a rehearsal dinner. No, not even a little. Oh, okay. the, the wedding social is this thing where you uh, rent a hall and then you make a bunch of tickets and there's always raffles with like big TVs and like Playstations, whatever. 
and you give these, you sell these tickets to everyone you work with, to everyone your kid goes to school with, to everyone who possibly knows, and even people you don't know. It doesn't matter. You just want people to buy tickets, come in, buy drinks. And all that money goes towards your marriage. It's just it's just a huge party to raise money for uh, for the for the newlyweds. So it's your, it's crowdfunding your reception basically. A, a little bit, but it's a unique thing to Manitoba apparently. The other provinces. It's don't not a bad idea. Disparaging it. No, it's not a bad no. idea. <laughs> but it's like a big pre-wedding party, usually like several months before the wedding. Okay. Yes, yeah, rehearsal dinner is literally the day before, which is always a terrible idea because the groomsmen are all together for the rehearsal dinner, and what do you do? You, you get smashed. Yeah. Headlines. <clears throat> In entertainment news, Alex, a sequel to Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman, is moving forward at Netflix, starring Theo James. I can. I'll, I'll watch it. Okay, so I put Theo James into IMDb to see who this guy is. He he's was okay. in like all the divert. Yeah, he's okay, but it lists the gentleman as a series, as like episode one and episode two that he's. Oh in. no! I know that's a pretty cool. But if it's directed by Guy Ritchie, it could still be fun. Mm, it could, could still, be. Could be. Aubrey Plaza has been cast in the Wandavision spinoff Agatha Coven of Chaos. Oh, I was gonna watch that already, but that that helps. Yes, it does. Netflix has greenlit season two of Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. Good. I will watch the shit out of that. Absolutely. So, did, did you see A Dream of a Million Cats? No, what's that? Um, it's they, there's, there's an 11th episode. Okay, but that's like a little short animated thing, right? It's like 20 minutes. Is it live action or animated? It's animated, and there's, there's like two shorts. Okay. Is it worth watching? I, I liked it. Hmm, I think okay. you might do. Okay. It's the most Neil Gaiman-y thing that's ever existed on screen, I'll tell you that. Tell you that. Henry Cavill is out as Gerald of Rivia for the Netflix oh, series and God, will be so replaced mad. by Liam Hemsworth. No. And the entire internet went, oh! <gasps> no. Gasp. Collect our pearls collectively. The fuck? Like, I, I, I'm sure Liam Hemsworth's a lovely guy. I'm sure I've he is. I've seen his work. Yeah, no, he's, like, he's not. He's, what Henry Cavill is doing is not nothing. He's that's, carrying that's, the show that's the on thing, his manly chin. Is I'm watching it for Cavill's <laughs> Geralt. Like, I don't give a shit about Geralt, but watching him do that character is fucking awesome. Um, it's like watching him in, in The Man from Uncle. Like, he's just masticating on every line. It's fantastic. I, speaking of Guy Ritchie, I need to watch that again. Yeah, that deserves a rewatch. Um, so, there's been no official reason as to why. But a bunch of people are kind of inferring a bunch of stuff Cavill has said in the past. He's complained that the writers like openly disparage and dislike the books. And he, the games. Yes. And he said that he will be a part of the Netflix production as long as it remains true to the source material. So it kind of seems to me maybe that it was uh, the fourth season was just clearly going right off the rails of that. And he was like, if you're going to do this, then I'm out. And Netflix was like, well, then you're out. Now, on the one hand, if I am a producer for a multi-million dollar TV series and my star is telling me how to run the fucking show, no. That's not how this works. Yeah. Like, that's not your place to do it. But I'm not interested. Sometimes they have a really good point. I don't know if his point, like, maybe he was being a dick We don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But I I know that my interest in season four of The Witcher just disappeared completely. Yeah, no, and like I haven't heard a peep about Henry Cavill being an overly controlling motherfucker any at any time, and that's that sort of thing usually leaks. 
Uh, a petition on change.org to fire the writers and rehire Cavill has been up for like two days, and I'm asked about 56,000 signatures. Almost 100 signatures appeared in the time it took me to write those three points in the headlines. Let's check it out now. Uh, hang on. Uh, has change.org ever actually are... done anything? Or it's literally just people, a place for people to vent their frustrations. Um, it got the world Bodie McBoatface, I'm pretty sure. It's up to, it's up to <laughs> 57,200 now. All right. All right. Look, Bodie McBoatface. I, if you had asked me, like, what would you rather have, fire that entire writing staff to bring back Henry Cavill, I would do it. I would totally do it. We wouldn't, you wouldn't be losing the next great American season of television if you did. Uh, I'm the, sorry, but I've, I've watched two seasons of, this, of The Witcher. I've watched the first season twice. I would, I would shed no tears. They were fine, but yeah. <laughs> the director of horror Cavill flick, is everything. He is. He's carrying the show. The director of horror flick Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey has confirmed a sequel <sighs> and a new horror twist on Peter Pan. <laughs> this is this is why not public property, uh, public domain is a thing. <laughs> I cannot wait for Mickey Mouse to someday be public domain. Oh, they'll never let that happen. I know. I mean, look, what what are they gonna? Ex- is it going to stop the porn from being made? No. Oh my god! I don't think It'll that's the point, Alex. <laughs> but I don't think Disney as a company should be dictating copyright law. I agree. Because that's literally what happens. Yep. Yep. They're they're, they're a little too big. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of companies that are. There's a there's a lot of changes that need to take place. Dot org. And they <laughs> and two of them have their own streaming services. Look at that. HBO's The Last of Us will premiere on HBO Max January 15th. I'm having it's a got hard two time episodes. Getting excited about that. Yeah, it's, it's got two episodes. It could be great, but I don't know. Well, the thing is, like, I like how many, like, you don't replay games. I replayed The Last of Us, which this is going to be covering. Like, there's no way it was less than five times I replayed that game on PS3. Oh, yeah. At least three times for me. But playing it is not the same as just being an observer. Yeah, and being an observer it might just be too depressing. Well, not just that, but being an observer is more inherently boring than being a participant in that narrative. Yes. Um. Yeah. So yeah, and but that's weird because like you know I went and watched the the Resident Evil or the Resident Evil movies and was like this is fun, but it's not like they were telling the same story I'd already seen again. Every oh. every video game adaptation into a movie is a different story. Uh, the Castlevania series, completely new story. Uh, I did like how the, the Castlevania series picked monsters that you would recognize, uh, yeah. but then like new story. And Trevor kills them. Yeah, uh, then Trevor yeah. kills them. Yeah. See how they run is now available on Disney Plus in Canada and HBO Max in the states. This is my streaming recommend of the week. Is see how they run. I haven't seen it yet, but watch a trailer for see how they run. Yeah, no, it, it's Saoirse Ronan and uh, Rockwell. Yeah, Samuel Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Everybody loves him. Yeah, just it Including just looks myself. fun. It looks like a fun. So I've it's been out since Wednesday. I'm gonna wait for the weekend and watch it late night one night. I'm gonna have a great time. Ta-da-da. Netflix has purchased indie game developer Spry Fox. Uh, they made Triple Triple Town and Crazy Co- on Cozy Cove. I don't know either of those games, but okay, that's yeah. fine. Kristen Milioti will star opposite Colin Farrell in the Penguin series for HBO, and now I have to care about the Penguin series for HBO. <laughs> You've Kristen seen the second season awesome. of Fargo, right? No, I never watched Fargo this season. Uh, sh- that's her best performance. My brother really liked it. Oh, she's... It was incredible. Ooh. She's amazing in it. She's dying from cancer, and she's amazing in it. Uh, 
Avatar The Way of Water is reportedly three hours and ten minutes long. Uh, well, I'm sorry. sorry. Now, on the one hand, I don't really mind that. I like ambition in cinema, but if we're going to do that in theaters, you got to have intermission, man. I think James Cameron's sniffing his own farts a bit much with this one. We'll see. I just, I, I love that James Cameron song. Which one? From South Park. I never James heard that. James Cameron South Park. Song? James Cameron, explorer of the sea. It's it's worth looking up. Uh, oh, we already covered that. George Miller's Furiosa has wrapped filming. Can't wait. I'll watch that. I'll watch. I was looking at the oh, yeah. I was looking at the cast and um, the guy who played the giant. Oh, the giant kid, Erectus. Yeah, yeah. Is that what his name? Yeah, Erectus. Same actor bird. for that. Huh? Nathan Jones, ex wrestler. Um, after uh, um, after Fury Road, I'll just watch whatever the fuck George Miller wants to make. Like, I was not disappointed with uh, 3,000 Years of Longing. I don't think I'll be disappointed with this. In Overwatch news, the next Overwatch hero will be revealed tomorrow at the League Grand Finals. He will be he or she will be on the end of a very long, very expensive <laughs> um, season pass. Enjoy. Um, I don't know how they're gonna. Re- I mean, maybe the release will be a part of the season pass. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if you buy the season pass, you get it unlocked just like you did with Kiriko for the season pass. Um, but it's anticipated it'll be Mauga or Magua. I think the guy's name is. He's like a big brawly looking guy. Is it uh, another tank? Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Activision Blizzard has filed a last-minute attempt to delay the counting of votes from workers trying to form a union at Blizzard Albany. They are, quote, appealing the Diablo testers' ability to unionize and claim any announcement of the results would prejudice future results. So it's like, we can't announce that these people are unionizing or else other people might think they could unionize. Those God. monsters. Well, okay, and yet we'll still play Diablo 4. We'll still uh, play Diablo pro- 4. Well, you, know you guys will. You're going to play Diablo 4. No, I'll be playing Overwatch as usual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay. Then your hands are not clean, sir. <laughs> I wear my hypocrisy on my sleeve. Hmm. Uh, Xbox users are getting emails for a free carbon flight bundle for Pharah, which includes a black carbon fiber skin and a Gibraltar jet souvenir. Is that what I redeemed? Okay. <laughs> oh, did you? I was just like, free code? Sure, why not? <laughs> Uh, after people getting super pissed about their pricing and probably influenced by the fact that selling digital items exclusively via bundles so you can't buy them individually is illegal in some countries, uh, you can now buy Witch Kiriko on its own for a mere 1,900 gold coins. How much money is how, that? How mere is yeah, that exactly? That's 20 bucks American. God damn it, no! <sighs> Torbjorn and Bastion are back in Overwatch 2 and May has now been removed. Apparently there was something game-breaking going on if you mix a May and a Kiriko ult. I haven't seen footage of it, but she's out. Apparently she'll be back on the 15th. Uh, Blizzard has hey, been... When, sent- when it comes back, they can the, the articles can call it a Maya Copa. Uh, God damn it. Hey, that wasn't I ap- bad. I appreciate oh, puns. No, that- no, I love it, Alex. Alex, you, you may you. not have a child yet, but you're already a dad. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I know. Like, I've already gotten warnings about the dad jokes. Oh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard has been sending out surveys to players, which touches heavily on things like the Battle Pass and the Overwatch store. So hopefully a bunch of people say, fuck you, and they'll go, hey, they're all players to fuck ourselves. Nothing is going to change. Well, they'll look at the surveys, and then they'll look at their bank account. And they'll say, yes. you know what? 
Fuck them people. And there was that news a couple, like, I think it was last week that people were being dicks to Kiriko players in the Witch Skin. But if you look around Overwatch, there's a lot of Kiriko players with that Witch Skin. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of them. So, no matter what, like, the vocal minority says, I think you're right. I think they're going to be making bank and they're not going to change shit. Unless they convince themselves that if we made it cheaper, we'd make more money. You're not going to convince the shareholders of that, and that's who actually matters. That's not if, if these skins were five, but no, if you can show the shareholders a graph that says this is the money now, but this is the money we could be making, and that could be thing is higher. No money now. Nah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but I would totally buy. I would not feel bad about buying skins if they were five. Twenty dollars? No way. They. I bought like a couple fifteen dollar skins for Overwatch One, but that was like two a year, maybe. These are every single, like, every couple weeks they're coming out with new skins in the store. There's a new one for, for Reaper that looks fucking awesome, but it's 20 bucks. Fuck off. 20 bucks. Uh, a character should cost $20, not a skin. Exactly. Yeah, like, they, okay, Street Fighter eight hours 5, worth of deals. kind of a, a, a garbage fire of things, to be completely honest. Characters cost $15 when they came out. Yeah, and the skins were bundles. So you would get, like, four skins for yeah. $20, or four skins yes. for $10. But this is like, if you want four skins, you're paying $80. Yes. It's fucking insane. Anyway. <clears throat> All the balance changes to Sombra, Zarya, Genji, Diva, and Kiriko were officially confirmed this week, but won't go live until November 15th. Sojourn is noticeably absent from the nerf, nerf roster. That chick needs a change, man. And that's it for Overwatch news. <clears throat> Former band. Go ahead. No, I was just hmm? preparing for this news. Okay. <laughs> Former Bayonetta voice actor Helena Taylor, who asked folks to boycott the game, has been now asking for donations to a bunch of her favorite charities, including a Kentucky anti-abortion group. Wow. So, I watched Miss Sterling for the first time in a long time, okay. just because I had to see her skewer this person. And, yeah. Like, this week on Monday was like, how this person torpedoed her career, her reputation in, in record yeah. time or something like that it was just it's amazing just shut up and go away yeah i can't how, imagine any company sometimes you just gotta look at the how unforced an error is and just take oh it. i know this is like you're, you're tripping over traps you laid for yourself it's ridiculous yeah. uh if you turn on your playstation 4 this week the last game you played won't be in the most recent position it'll be a new thing telling you that an update is now available for genshin impact Regardless of whether or not you have Genshin Impact. And to get it off of there, you have to delete it. So, going back to the last story, just real quick. I worked, I had to work in my old store last night. And there are copies of Bayonetta 3 on the shelf. And a person walked up. I was looking at it, hands on his chin, thinking about it. He's like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And so I pried. I'm like, so what what was that bit? He's like, well, you know, I heard about all this stuff online. And then now she's saying terrible things. So you know what? I'm going to buy it anyway. So these things actually do affect the real world. It's beyond this podcast, beyond the nerds, you know, out there. Real people actually find out about these things. Well, yeah, but I I found it fascinating. If this guy was actually caught up on the news, he'd know that she's full of shit. No, that's the thing. That's why he bought it. Mm, He's he's like, you know what? She's full of shit. I'm going to buy it. Good. Because honestly, I saw a little bit of gameplay of it and it looked fun. Reviews are saying that the shortcomings are it's on a Switch, so you have performance issues, but they tweaked the combat enough so it's different and still really good. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Nobody really likes the new character, though. Well, no one ever does. She looks cute. What are you talking about? Yeah, you bring in Nero. No one likes Nero. That's what happens. Nero was a dick. 
Yeah, but he was a new character. <laughs> Still a dick. Period. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> At least he doesn't have to fucking read the same four lines of C.S. Lewis poetry over and over. I, I liked I liked the his his like phantom hand thing, the devil bringer the devil bringer the devil bringer was yeah. fun. Oh yeah, no, to oh, the no. point that was they, great. they carried it over with the mechanics in DMC, because it was no, it was a great addition to the to the combat. Anyway, no, no, I liked Nero. I liked I liked Ellen McCray Ford quite a bit actually. God of War Ragnarok reviews are out, replete with gameplay spoilers. Thanks Kotaku, didn't need that in like the second fucking paragraph. Ooh. And is currently at 94 on Metacritic with over 150, 115 reviews. So apparently it's quite good. I've been trying to like not read these. The complaints I've heard is that it's reusing some areas from the first game. Oh no. I don't care. No, it's, and that you end up going through a lot of, you end up unlocking a lot of the same skills you had in the first game. I don't mind that either. Like what Kratos, Kratos forgot all this stuff, but I mean... Not like is I'm it a longer play. game at least? Uh, apparently it's know. fucking... Yes, I saw a thing where... Uh, an IGN reviewer had over 70 hours in it and still hadn't cleared everything. But oh. the the official oh. line is 50 hours to 100% in at least. Hell yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and like 30 Are there more than two bosses? <laughs> <laughs> Can only hope. We'll see. Uh, that, okay, did you guys watch that Ben Stiller, John Travolta, and LeBron James commercial? No. Nope. About 10 seconds. I had to turn it off. Ugh. I watched the whole thing and I was like, I'm so sorry. Bad. This is just bad. I hope kids are looking at that and going like, man, adults just don't get it. Because <laughs> fuck, that was terrible. Uh, Xbox head Phil Spencer revealed this week that the company loses about $100 for every Series X sold and $200 for every Series S. We'd always heard this about Microsoft and the Xbox. It's nice to actually get the numbers. Yeah, the prices on those are going up next year. Yeah. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 sold over $800 million worldwide after three days on the market. Yeah, I, was a... I honestly didn't realize that it had come out. That's how little I care about the series anymore. Yeah, I mean, either. But by now, it should be up to a billion, I imagine. Probably. My neighbor is playing it. Uh, in the Modern Warfare 2 level borderline, you take the role of Mexican military special forces, in which the player is encouraged to shoot at and kill people climbing the border wall into the United States. You then run into a residential area with a bunch of civilians who aren't too happy to see you and are prompted to, quote, de-escalate the situation by aiming your gun at them. Eh, trying to get no Russian again, I guess. Going for shock value. Uh, it just sounds tone deaf to me. Well, so was no Russian. Like, is the idea here, like, that the Mexican security forces are bad? Is, is that the... I don't know. I... Because the lesson for me is that is that uh, Call of Duty is bad. <laughs> yeah. How could how exactly did you reach that conclusion? Uh, well, I heard about the No Russian level years ago. Oh yeah. yeah. Anything else? Hey, I never pulled the trigger when I played No Russian. Didn't shoot a single. But person. you just stood there. I, didn't I know, did. I didn't know you had that. Do you have the option you to do. shoot the people who are shooting the civilians? No. Oh, okay. That would break the plot of the game. PlayStation VR 2 will launch in February and starts at $550. (laughs) (laughs) So that's more than the cost of a PS5 for a peripheral for a PS5 that has Mm -hmm. no good games on it. Mm -hmm. You can spend $600 and get it bundled with that terrible looking Horizon game we saw. (laughs) 
sometimes who people, wants this? Sometimes people kick the fuck out of me in Overwatch so hard that I'm convinced they're playing on a on a variable refresh rate display that can do 120 frames per second, and that's why this guy was able to headshot me when I it seemed to me that I didn't even appear on his screen. So if this thing can do you know 120 hertz, there's a temptation for me because I really enjoy playing Overwatch with the PSVR. Okay, but for five fifty, no. Canadian seven fifty, no. You're getting cl- you're getting pretty close to a TV. Yeah, yeah if you did that over that. the Steam Deck, I would, I would need to do a wellness check. Yeah, <laughs> and you'd find me quite ill. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not too hyped for. And I mean, it's really, not all, I, haven't, it's... I haven't seen any positive response to that online at all. I really wish Sony had just taken the PSVR two R and D money and funded some more indies. That would have been or take cool. all the chips and make more PS5s or something. I don't know. Mm. Uh, that streamer who broke her back in two places at TwitchCon has revealed that uh, she had to end a pregnancy following the uh, Is she suing? She, she suing. can't. She had to sign and she had to sign a thing. Waivers don't. I, I mean, can't. I can't understand that's that. Just, that's just what I heard. Is that everyone? Every streamer who attends has to sign a thing saying if you're injured, blah 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 blah, and then the Twitch people super encourage you to go jump in the pit. Even though uh, people have been injured in previous one years. cube deep, yeah. yeah, I can't believe there's nothing. Ugh. Um, I I can, but I've seen a lot of the darkness of this world, and, and a I, lot I, of it I, is just someone high up saying, "I'm sorry." That's there's a piece of paper here that says that they need to do something can, that nothing ethical can be done to help you. Ugh. Marvel Games announced a three-game deal with Electronic Arts this week to produce action-adventure games for console and PC. The first will be Iron Man from EA Motive, which did Star Wars Squadrons, Battlefront 2, and is working on the Dead Space remake. Squadrons and Battlefront 2 were shitty. Um, the single-player parts of Battlefront 2 were not awful. Uh, they weren't great. Just, wait, wait, Electronic Arts, do they have access to the flying mechanics from Anthem? Because there's your Iron Man right I don't there. Know. Uh, that was Bioware. Is Bioware owned but by EA's Electronic Arts? Bioware owns EA. EA owns Bioware? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so th- theoretically, but I, that's I'm not... connecting dots that are really far apart here. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They are. I don't think... And not only that, but I don't know why you'd go to Electronic Arts with it. Um, unless what you really need is for it to be multi-platform, and Sony's like, well, we can make fucking incredible Marvel games, but they come to our platform first, and then eventually PC, and Xbox never. And yet Sony whines about, you know, console exclusives. They're not whining, they're just trying to get that acquisition stuff. No, like, you ever heard the phrase, a hit dog will holler? No. Yeah. Meaning that, like, they're complaining about exclusivity because they don't want people using their tactics. Uh, you can't do it. That's my idea. <laughs> so I did it first. The investigations in Europe are actually getting worse because Microsoft has not given them the information that they wanted. Oh. So I'm 100% behind this acquisition. I don't, I mean, buy them out, gut Activision, fire everybody, start over again. I don't care. It but, is, it's become a den of iniquity, to be sure. Yeah. 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 A real Mos Eisley of, of game <laughs> Scum. Hive of scum, Hive and of scum and villainy. Yes. Or, you know, just at least an organization, you know, de- actively going out of its way to defend. Not. Abuse is psychological terrorist too harsh? I don't think it is. They drove mm-hmm. someone to suicide. Yeah, no. 
I think, uh, like, there needs to be a genuine cultural shift. And not just at Activision. Like, across most of, most of, most of business in North America. And perhaps even the world. I mean, if we could just stop using video game companies hiring policies as like prostitution with extra steps, that'd be great. I would really like for this to stop happening. Um, what do you mean, like Hollywood? Uh, good point. <laughs> well, okay, just just on a on a happier note, did you guys see that picture of the Pillars of Eternity from the new Webb Telescope? Yeah. The what? Google, Alex, go to this. Go to Google. Type in. Pillars of Eternity Web, W-E-B-B. And then what you're looking for is like a giant spectral hand in outer space. I'm on Google Images? Yeah. It's the second one, James Webb Telescope, Pillars of Eternity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that that is what this is is this like giant gaseous formation in outer space that oh, stretches yeah, yeah, yeah. that stretches across light years and it just happens to form this shape that looks like a grass. But pillars of creation. Oh, sorry, pillars of creation. You're right. Yeah. Just that. I image was just like, oh, there's new pillars of eternity. Dude? No, it's no. so <laughs> humbling. Yeah. No, it's, it's gorgeous. It is literally where stars are born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks fucking awesome. That's such a fucking. I love that telescope. You can, you can tell there's a lot of people working at NASA that are amateur sci-fi writers. It's, oh, re- it's really yeah. neat. Where else <clears throat> do you get Seer Tranquility? They're, they're born for that shit. <laughs> and finally in the headlines, Sable will come to PlayStation 5 and PS4 on November 29th. I'll probably still be playing God of War. If it's 70 hours long, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and not only that, but it's not like I'm going to stop playing Overwatch. I'll be playing... God of War instead of Darkest Dungeon, probably. So it'll it'll take me a while <laughs> to get through God of War two. I hope it can actually keep me going. Those reviews, right? I'm hoping. Thanks for the warning about Kotaku. I don't want to know. Yeah, no. There's a bunch of like there was a oh fuck. I'm so pissed off. So they ruined the first act. I'm I'm assuming. I don't I don't know what part of the game they ruined, but and I even if I tell you what aspect of it they ruined, that spoils it. So I, hmm. I can't I can't get into it, but uh, well, I mean, one was the game, the bundle was shipped early, like a week early by a couple of different companies. So people have had it. Yes, but I not that know, the excuse is this. The people I, mean, I follow on Twitter haven't been retweeting that shit. Thank God. Yeah. Hang on, let's go to Metacritic, and I'm going to type in Horizon Forbidden West. Okay, so God of War is at like 92. Forbidden West is at an 88, and I couldn't finish that. I don't know why you couldn't finish that. Uh, something I finished it. It wasn't even that long. I'm pretty sure the reason I didn't finish it was uh, uh, Elden Ring came out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then I go back to it after playing Elden Ring, and I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, is that what's going to happen to God of War? This is an Elden Ring. No, I don't know, because it's, so, it's been a while since I was in Elden Ring, and... What made Elden Ring so much better than Horizon was just like the feel and the 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 inertia of the combat and I don't know the the stakes that are constant in in the in a Souls game. 
It always well, feels like you really want to nail this, and when you don't, it's like, fuck! The main path of God of War is not going to be that difficult. It never has been. I mean, in, in the no, last one, it's the, no, the Valkyries on. were hard. Nothing else was that hard. Come on. the first, That's not the first true. Couple times the last you, couple rounds of the... The, the first was couple it? times... Niflheim. You, Niflheim was hard. The first couple... Yeah, yeah the, the, the I found the elf uh, area really hard. Uh, we were going for the Light of Alfheim, and the first time, like, I don't, I don't want... They're not a harpy... But it's like a witch, and she flies around and shoots poison at you. Yeah, I that's the Valkyries. No, those aren't the Valkyries. No, that's that's one of the, that's like a pesta or something. Yeah, it's like it's like a relatively early enemy. I found those super tough, and the only way to deal with them was when they take corporeal form. You get a trace to shoot them, which stuns them and gives you a second to get in there and hit them. Um, the God of War was fairly challenging the whole way through. You really had to get into the rhythm to be any good at it. My brother couldn't. How many it. Valkyrie did you kill? Zero. Fuck those three. guys. I, I killed one. <laughs> I think I killed I one, and I turned down the difficulty to do it. And I was like, I don't want to keep doing that. Doesn't feel right. Felt dirty, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you watch videos of people fighting them online, and it looks so simple. Like these. Yeah, uh, Cuphead's like that too. Yeah, Sunhi Legend. It's like ah, he like he sees the Matrix in a way that I don't. It only really works with Dark Souls games. Yeah, I can I can see the Matrix in a Souls game. I can't. I could never see the Matrix in God of War. The coolest thing I, I was able to do in God of War is I was pretty consistent about like absorbing um, absorbing shit with a shield and shooting it back at guys. That always felt cool. But it's a fairly generous window to do that. Yeah, the period one is pretty big. Yeah. Hmm. That's all I got. That's so all I got too. I hazard to say, by this time next week, we will all have played at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A solid six hours, at least. I don't think it's that much. I got I got to work on Wednesday, and you know. <laughs> I don't. Oh, this is gonna be great. Hey, there you go. Are we Are we gonna do a podcast a day early next week, or no, just, we'll do it on Thursday. just no? I thought we're, oh. we're. I'm not gonna be there. Oh, oh on Thursday. Mm-hmm. We're going up a day early. Oh, okay. Well, we we could record Wednesday if you want. I could. Yeah. No, because if we record on Wednesday, I won't have a chance to play any God of War. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. What? No! No, we still, have, not okay. we still get a podcast in, and I will have played God of War, and I can rub it in your face. And be yeah, like, we can yeah, both rub it into your face. It'll be that's, really nice, the rubbing, the rubbing no. in the face. Mm, so I, I, actually, honestly, I don't, think I, I don't think I can, because my wife's busy that night, and I have to pick up my son from night school, so uh, yeah, uh, I can't on Wednesday night. No Alex next week. Aw. We'll talk a little bit about, you know, God of War. Okay, I think that'll be all we're talking about next week. Unless someone says something horrible to me about Overwatch. Well, we can only hope. Yeah, so no, that, like, that just means you're doing well. I know. <laughs> means you had a good game. Yeah. <laughs> you had a good game. All right. In that case, anticipation, fellas. Anticipation. anticipation. Yeah, I'm a little hyped, but I can't read any fucking reviews. I'll start reading them after I start playing, and even then it'll be like, you know, I know what I think. I just want to see. But my, now I'm just like, this means you won't be able to move. You'll be able to sit in a nice leather armchair and play this game. And that's like, like you know what? I can wait for that. I can wait. <laughs> yes, the PS5 control then feels like I can throw it into the sun if I'm not careful, but still. Yeah, it's just not very heavy compared to the... No, thing. it's not. The oh, so uh. your, your forearms are all built from holding the Steam Deck. You and the, <laughs> kind the of. PS5 controller is a heavy beast compared to a DualShock 4. I, to I'm Xbox afraid I will... Parts. 
I'm afraid I'm going to break the BS, the PlayStation 4 controller. I am so glad that my hands have not had to suffer through holding up a Steam Deck. My, my, my wizened old claws couldn't support it, I'm telling you. It is joyous suffering, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally, I've been, I have the headset I bought. Ah, the Pulse headset. I never even opened the box. Oh. I'll probably crack it out for God of War. It's good. Yeah, no, it'll probably work great with God of War. And then we got uh, Callisto Protocol and Dead Space. It'll be... Yeah. Dead Space yeah. was the first game that made me really, really <laughs> glad I bought the PS3 headset. It just changed the game. Yeah, I believe it. God, I just imagine myself as the most boring Cenobite. You have to hold a controller that's slightly too heavy. <laughs> we have such sights. You'll never get comfortable. <laughs> your back hurts, your neck hurts, but, you know, you keep going because that's what you do. <laughs> Alright, in that case Alex, thank you for being here Thank you, sir Jans, thank you for talking My pleasure Thank you, everyone, for listening We'll see you in a week Bye